peak. Day will soon be here. What a great time to shop Montana Silversmiths for your sweetheart. Your largest and most complete selection is found at Shipton's Big R. Jewelry, buckles, gifts, plus a lot more. Celebrate treasured moments with Montana Silversmiths and tie them to life events, personal milestones, and of course, love stories. For him, for her, earrings, necklaces, bracelets, jewelry sets, money clips, and more. Our entire Montana Silversmith selection is now on sale. 15% off. Rooted in the West with handcrafted detail. Montana Silversmiths for Valentine's Day. It's now on sale at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. We're family friendly company. Branded with quality. Shipton's Big R. The Advocacy and Resource Center's annual Love Shouldn't Hurt fundraiser is February 16th. Don't miss this opportunity to be entertained by the amazing dueling fun piano celebrating healthy relationships and helping violent crime victims. The doors of the Caliph Shrine open at 6 p.m. Get your tickets at our Facebook event or stop by the Advocacy and Resource Center. For more information, call 307-672-7471. It's time for the annual Albert J. Goldwater FFA Alumni Rolling Into the Barn Bash Fundraiser. Saturday, February 24th at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. The night includes dinner, online auction, live auction, and music by Exit 53 of Hardin, Montana. Proceeds fund local FFA scholarships and travel expenses. Sponsored by Heartland Kubota, First Federal Bank and Trust, True Built Builders, Waring Chevrolet, ERA Carroll Realty, Handos, and C&B Operations and Range. Great news. The oil change special at Midas has gone over so well, it's been extended through the end of February. Buy one oil change, get a second one free to use by March. A perfect deal to share with a family member. With the oil change, Midas gives your car a thorough inspection to identify any problems. If you need further repairs, you can save 50 bucks off a purchase of 400 or more with a new Midas credit card application, plus six months, 0% interest. Keeping you safely on the road while saving you money. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. Brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning I am joined by Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Officer Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie, and welcome back to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I know, it's been a couple months. You've been sending your people in. They do great, (laughs) though. I love talking to Teresa and and Jody. I mean, they're great people. I love having them. It's fun, you know, and and it's fun. We all get, they do rock, paper, scissors whenever I say, hey, (laughs) you know, I need need somebody to go uh, to public polls for me. No, they (laughs) they do a great job. I have a wonderful team, so it's nice, and and they're they're just so knowledgeable, so Yeah. yeah. I, I think that'll be one of my goals this year is to have them rock, paper, scissors more often this year. Well, and, you know, having people in here who really know their stuff makes this whole process go so, so quickly, so easily. And it makes speaking about these events so much more enjoyable. Right. You know, I have a lot of good laughs with them. And, yeah, and good. That's what I want the show to kind of be, just laughing and people having a good time while talking about great events. Good. And then speaking of those. 
Uh, how has the chamber been? Good. Um, wow. Just, you know, off to a, a really, it seems like a really fast start to the to the year. Um, you know, January came in and we were kind of getting ready for our annual report and, and lunch program. And we, we kind of hit the ground running. Um, you know, we had an eggs and issues legislative breakfast. We had our chamber lunch program. We delivered our annual report. Our committees are all going full force. So we have five standing committees and they're all um, you know, moving along, they have their calendars planned for the year, um, working on a lot of really important things. Um, our new board or a few new board members joined our board and we had our first board meeting last month. And, um, yeah, and here we are in the middle of February. And so, oh, our leadership program, we started our, um, our 30th class to go through leadership Sheridan County, uh, started the program in January. I think it was the third Thursday or so on January, they had their orientation retreat and we're heading down with that same group to Cheyenne on Thursday and Friday of this week. So, you know, just a lot of planning, a lot of things coming up. Um, looking forward to, you know, a really great year. Is that class going to head into the chambers uh, and watch legislature? Take Absolutely, place? they have a the really full plan? agenda. We'll leave. Um, actually, we uh, I'll be on the I'll be going with them as will Teresa, and we have uh, one of our our staff members who's actually in the class. So three of us will be heading down. We'll take a bus down to Cheyenne, leave pretty early Thursday morning. Uh, we meet with several of our um, elected officials and um, the attorney general. Uh, we will watch legislation. We will meet with our legislators. Um, I think we go to the Supreme Court. I can't remember the agenda off the top of my head, uh, but we will be having dinner that evening, and we've invited our delegation to have dinner with us, um, with the class. And then the next day on Friday, I know we're attending the Wyoming State Chamber of Commerce's business day at the legislature. Oh, wow. As part of it, the governor will be there, as will um, our regional uh, rep for the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and we'll be talking a little bit going over some of the legislation that's that's being proposed right now. I mean, this is going to be a, a short legislative session, so a lot is happening down there really quickly. And with them starting, you know, getting kicked off today, and they have only 20 days, um, and everything's going to be very fast and furious. But we're, we're excited to get down there. We'll be listening and hearing from the governor. Um, and then we'll be heading back Friday afternoon. So it's kind of a quick trip, but it's so... Packed full, though. So wonderful. Yeah, and it's just so informative. So You know, I've never gotten to go into the Supreme Court, but uh, I have been to, uh, to both chambers and, and mm-hmm. watched legislation take right. place. And if anybody gets that opportunity, I would suggest that to any Wyoming citizen, head down there and watch this happen. It's It's an interesting process. I know the kids don't really find it that interesting, but if you if you know your issues, and especially this one, it's going to be so heated. Uh, it, just the issues having to do with property tax. Uh, it's, it's so important to individuals here within the state, and uh, a lot of different bills coming forward, and we'll see which ones actually come out of the wash at the end of this. Absolutely, and you know, one of the things that, that we're trying to really pay attention to is when there's proposed legislation that we are not actually creating some unintended consequences for our communities because those property taxes, those are dollars that that come back to the communities that we have to have for roads and bridges and all of the, um, not just the amenities, but the, you know, the services that we have come to expect in our communities. So understanding that, that it's not the money's not just going to the state and they're holding it and they're going to to necessarily, um, you know, make some legislation that will reduce it. 
because those dollars actually flow to our community. So we have to understand that, that whatever the solution is um, doesn't create something worse for our communities or something difficult. Um, so addressing that and identifying that, I know there's been a lot of there's a lot of proposals um, right now, and we're watching that really closely. You, you got to get those scales just perfect in this situation. You don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Uh, and and I'm really hoping uh, that we find that balance of of good taxes with services that can be provided. And and of course, you know the thing about uh, government, boy, you've got opinions on either side. You know, cut this or pay for that, and that's really where the uh, the rubber meets the road. I would say. Well, you know, they have, there's a, that's, it's a big job and I really do appreciate and value all of our, um, our officials, you know, those who run for elected office. And, you know, it's, it's something that I, I talk to a lot of people, you know, as we're coming into an election year, we talk a lot uh, to people just asking them if they're interested in running for office, you know, um, and because we're trying to help get information out. We'll have candidate forums. We had our legislative forum. We had our eggs and issues legislative breakfast. And then our, our March lunch program will feature our, our legislators. But there's a lot of important decisions that are being made. And, you know, we need good people to run. Yeah. And so um, but but what I hear is that, you know, people are they're kind of gun shy. They don't want to be the target. And that's what's so unfortunate is right now people don't want to necessarily step up because they're afraid or they just don't want to be um, that one that's in the target. And people and there's so much divisiveness and and really some really poor tactics that are being taken that we need to get back to some civility. Um, We need to, you know, appreciate our leaders. And, you know, so hopefully we'll get some good candidates to run this year. Hoping everything, uh, all those wrinkles get ironed out as we go forward into the 2024 year. But, you know, with this election year coming up, Dixie, I I giggle, but uh, I just don't see uh, uh, our hopes coming to fruition before the election year is over. But carrying on, uh, we've got a great chamber lunch program. Speaking about money coming into the community, right? this uh, chamber lunch program is really going to cover one of our most important industries. Absolutely. You know, tourism is one of our top three industries in the community. Uh, we're going to be hearing, okay, so first of all, let me tell you, our chamber lunch program is this week. <laughs> okay. And if you're interested in coming, it's open to anybody who would like to attend. Let us know. Reach out to us at the chamber today. We do have to have we have limited space at the venue and we have to give our caterer enough notice so they can prepare adequate food. So register today. Call us at six seven two two four eight five or go online and register. But um, our chamber lunch program will be Wednesday. February 14th, Valentine's Day, at the Best Western Sheridan Center, and it starts at 1130 a.m. And, yes, we have a great program. So when we say when we when we led with the idea around tourism, um, we're going to be hearing from Sean Parker, who is the executive director for Sheridan County Travel and Tourism, one of our partners in the community and does a really great job. Oh, his ducks are in a row. Yeah, he does a really nice job. And um, we're going to be hearing from him a little bit about the industry update. So kind of what's happened and also what he's looking or what what they're projecting and, and hoping for in the future. And what what are some of the projects um, and marketing opportunities they've been working on? Um, I think oftentimes a lot of his work is done outside the community mm-hmm. or are his audience is outside the community. So this is a really great opportunity for those who are in the community to have a little bit more 
uh, in-depth or behind-the-curtain look at what Sheridan County Travel and Tourism has been doing and what they're projecting for the future. So it'll be a good program. Sean's a great speaker, so please plan to come. The the cost is $25 a person, includes your lunch buffet and the program. And then also we'll be hearing from our Platinum Community Partner, uh, First Federal Bank and Trust, I know DJ Deercorn with First Federal will be speaking, and I believe they're bringing in also um, Don Julian to talk a little bit about um, a proposed event center, if you will, on on West 5th Street. So anyway, come and learn a little bit more, ask your questions if there's time, and uh, connect with others in the community. Dixie, I know it's been a while. Uh, Is it about every year he gives this report, Sean, to the chamber? Usually every year to year and a half or so, kind of depending and we work, so Teresa Dedimore, who we were talking about earlier, came on last month. Uh, she's our program development director. So she's continually working on our programs. And we have um, a, a great mix of information, education, and, you know, business tips and, and, and best practices that we'd like to share and include in our chamber lunch programs. So, yes, we try to get uh, Sean here every year to year and a half kind of depending on working around his schedule and ours as well. And so we're pleased to have him uh, this week at the Best Western. Again, open to anybody. Just give us a call or uh, and or get online and register. To your memory, traditionally, does he, he provide possible projections of, of what tourism may look like as we go into our 2024 summer season? Well, projections may be a stronger word than I would want to say. Maybe okay. some, yeah. just, no, yep. just um, some ideas of what they are looking at into, as an industry. You know, I know he's very uh, connected with uh, the Wyoming Office of Tourism, um, and and they do a lot. They're always looking at those projections or foresight or you know what what they're hoping for um, and what they're seeing and I'm sure that there's already you know you can look at some of the advanced bookings um, also some of that those engagement numbers um, but Sean's doing that all the time so we're going to hear from him so hopefully people will show up and and we'll all learn a little bit more on Wednesday yeah this is one of those presentation folks if you if you enjoy uh, attending these chamber lunch programs this is uh, one of the ones you really don't want to miss. There's a lot Sean has got to do. There's a lot that his team does. He is a fantastic writer. They've got great filmmakers over there. I mean, they make Sheridan County look fantastic. Uh, When is the next lunchtime conversation about open spaces, and what's going to be our topic? So the lunchtime conversations about open spaces has has been an effort of the uh, Chambers Ag and Natural Resources Committee uh, with several of our local partners. We started it back in 2020, and it got kind of abruptly uh, disrupted for a while, uh, but we were, we were able to bring it back. And so this is uh, here, 2024, we have four uh, sessions of lunchtime conversations about open spaces. We had one in January. I was not able to attend, but I hear I heard it was a great turnout and great conversation. This one will be on Tuesday, February 27th, or the next one will, at noon at Luminous Brew House. It's kind of a brown bag lunch, uh, so bring your lunch if you'd like. Um, the topic will be county and state parks, lands, and trails. Um, and then we have two more lunchtime conversations set for March 19th and April 23rd. These are no-charge events, open to the public. You don't have to be a chamber member to attend. Uh, just come be part of the conversation. Uh, as we as we think back and reflect back on the Thrive 2035 Community Review Report that identified some of our top kind of, pro- or not ours, the community, what they said are some of their top priorities, open spaces was one yeah. of those priorities. So this is a, a great opportunity to be part of the conversation 
um, and also learn some some information by attending those. Absolutely, and trails are so important uh, that they take us out into those open spaces and get uh, a lot more tourists here than I than I thought previously. Well, open spaces is really a large um, reason that we have the community that we have, the economy that we have, the tourism that we have. Um, the agriculture that we have, if you think about it, yeah. our natural resources and open spaces are really, really important to um, our area residents. Now, real quick, before we go to a commercial, when is the next business after hours? So business after hours will actually be next week. All right. So we have our chamber lunch program this week. Business after hours next week. It'll be on Wednesday, February 21st. Take place from 5 to 7 p.m. And will be held at the historic Sheridan Inn. Oh, so um, come on down. A nice We're, little setting. Yeah, it should be a really nice setting. It always is. It's a wonderful uh, location, and they do a great job. So um, we'll be um, having a you know great opportunity to have some food, beverages, register for door prizes, and most importantly, network or connect with other uh, business people. Um, one thing that. We have a lot of new people joining our chamber and are coming to the community and they they want to get involved and, you know, they want to how to grow their business. And we always tell them, you know, people in Sheridan and small communities want to do business with people they know. Here's an opportunity to start making some of those relationships and strengthening those. Absolutely. All right. We're going to have more with our Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. yourself for some unbelievable financing news from wearing Sheridan Chevrolet. 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on new 2023 and 24 Chevy half-ton Silverados with approved credit from GM Financial. From LTs to Trail Boss up to High Country, Waring's has 16 Silverados on the lot that qualify now. Don't miss out on your chance to experience the wearing way of buying a vehicle. WearingSheridan.com February is the month of love because when it comes to love, every moment is a gem. Legacy Diamond and Gems invites you to celebrate your timeless bond. Shop their exquisite collection of diamonds and gems, each telling a unique story. You'll find the perfect gift that fits your budget and expresses your love. Legacy Diamond and Gems crafting timeless memories. Visit today and let your love shine brighter than ever at 11 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. Wake up and smell the coffee lovers. McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo and Gillette are bringing back the McCafe menu magic. Delightful espresso drinks and coffees. Whether you crave the warmth of a hot cappuccino or caramel cappuccino, mochas, lattes, iced coffees and more, you can order your McCafe coffee right from the McDonald's app using mobile order and pay for a quick pickup. Your mornings just got a whole lot better with McDonald's McCafe because, hey, Good day start with a great cup of coffee. It's back. Okay, remember your mom saying, don't make that face or it'll freeze that way. Well, if you ignored her and now you're stuck with that face, the Health Nut can help. Yep, the Health Nut has healthy choices of lotions for your skin and essential oils and diffusers and sea salt lamps to soothe your nerves after walking around with that froze face. Remember, say that again and I'll wash your mouth out with soap. The Health Nut has natural soaps, too. The Health Nut, dedicated to getting you healthy and keeping you that way. Located in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. 
Christy Kinghorn of Buffalo Realty would like to talk to you about 38 Ridge Lane near Buffalo. This beautiful three-bedroom solar home in the country has breathtaking views of the Bighorns, spacious kitchen and dining area with a formal living room and a separate office or family room. The wrought iron fenced-in yard is well landscaped. Plus, there's a small reservoir on the property. The home and 15.66 acres can be sold separate from the other 138 acres. If interested, call Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. As a Helen Brand water pro, I can help clear up any questions you have about filtration for your home's water. Like how clean my drinking water really is? We'll show you what's in your water with a simple in-home water test. Or telling me what reverse osmosis even means and how it's different than standard filtration? For sure. The Helen Brand Millennium uses reverse osmosis, four stages of enhanced filtration, to filter out up to 99% of the contaminants that standard filtration leaves behind. For your in-home water test, call Water Products and Solutions today. and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm speaking with Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Officer Dixie Johnson. Now on the first part of the show we talked about the upcoming Chamber Lunch Program featuring the 2024 Travel and Tourism Industry Update and Insights with our own Sean Parker. Online registration for that closes today at 5 p.m. So if you want to attend that, Jump in there and get registered as soon as you can. Dixie, the 25th Annual Awards of Excellence are right around the corner. When uh, and where will these be held? All right. Well, we're really, really excited this year to announce that we are taking our Awards of Excellence program, which we've been holding for 25 years, um, and we're moving it to an evening event. And we're we're really thrilled to be able to work with the Y.O. Theater, hold our event there. Um, it will take place on February 28th. It'll take place at the Y.O. Theater. Starts at 5 p.m. with a reception, appetizers, an opportunity to connect with some of the, you know, the recipients, um, congratulate them or some of the nominees and congratulate them. And then we'll move into the theater with our um with our award ceremony at six o'clock, we will get, go through and really talk a little bit about all of our nominees uh, that were identified and, and part of our 25th Awards of Excellence. And then we will announce who the recipient is, and that recipient was chosen by our chamber membership. So um, the nominees were, were named by our board of directors and a task force that we assembled, and each year they they do that. They take it very, very seriously to really look at each one of our awards and identify and narrow down the nominees to the top five uh, for that year. And then we go out to the membership and they are the ones who select who the recipient is. It's kept secret until February 28th, until our, our ceremony. Until the, the actual award is handed to the individual. Right, right, right. So I'm not sure I even know who they are. No, I do. I have it somewhere. (laughs) It's somewhere. (laughs) But I've really been really careful to not even pay attention to that. You know, really, it's you kind of like the surprise a little bit. I do, but I also don't want to slip up somehow. And I'm really careful. A lot of people. I'm really careful. But you know, when you're when you're keeping track of so many years and past nominees and past recipients, and then you're working on this um, upcoming event, sometimes you know, some you might be in a conversation and. Sometimes I talk a little fast. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I certainly wouldn't want something to slip. So, no, I, I kind of keep myself in the dark a little bit as well. And um, but, but I'll be there. It'll be exciting. And it'll be a great way to really acknowledge 
and recognize the excellence that's happening in our community. Yeah, yeah. It gives us a night to really celebrate those who, who go out of their way mm-hmm. to make this a better place to live, doesn't right. it? Right. It does. You know, we have four distinct awards. Um, so we have five nominees in four different categories. And so all 20 will be recognized. And then again, one out of each one of those categories will be named as a recipient as chosen by the chamber membership. So we have our Community Champion Award, Strength of Sheridan Award, our Business of the Year Award, and then our Business Person or Persons of the Year Award. So it can be more than one. It can be, and it has in the past, actually. Um, We've had people in the past where it's been maybe a a husband-wife duo team. In fact, I think we have some nominees this year where we have a husband and wife that were actually nominated as business persons, and they oh, are true cool. partners in their business. And so, yes, it's uh, it can be more than one person. Well, that's fantastic. But I, usually I, they're in the same business. Right. Well, they're yeah, <laughs> right? doing business together. <laughs> right. Now, um, one thing that uh, uh, I was wondering, is this Black Bolo type of event, or what's a... Where do we put this on you know, our get dressed up? It, no, it is not a black bolo type of event. Um, we we believe people can dress for the occasion and use their their own best judgment. But understanding that we um, we live in Wyoming, we work in Wyoming, and um, so we would encourage business casual to business formal attire. If somebody's wondering. Um, but we also understand that, you know, jeans and a jacket are, are sometimes just as, as formal as we're going to get in oh, some of those situations, are, right? right? These are business people, and sometimes you're just getting in from the field. Right. You've got to run in there and attend. Right. Now, tickets? And tickets are on sale in advance. They are on sale uh, through the chamber, and you can go on our website at SheridanWyomingChamber.org or give us a call. And they're $65 for adult tickets, includes your reception, hors d'oeuvres, cash bar, the event. Um, There's also some um, discounted prices for uh, uh, youth and those up to 18, 13 to 18. And then if you buy a group of five or more tickets, you get a little bit more of a discount on the pricing. So get your tickets today, open to anybody, and please, please, um, if you get a chance, come to the event because it's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, we've had it in the past. We've held it as our February Chamber Lunch Program in the past. But because we had continued to grow and heard so much great feedback and we knew we were coming on to our 25th, we decided to move it to an evening event after reaching out and, and engaging with several of the past nominees to make sure that that's something they would have they would have appreciated. And so we're excited about it. Absolutely. And And before I let you go, I did want to touch on this real quick. Uh, you had the Chamber update given at the last lunch program. Uh, I'm just wondering if we learned a couple numbers, and you know I'm always curious about the chamber bucks. <laughs> the chamber bucks, right. So we started the chamber bucks. Um, yes, we had our annual report. We have, actually, we have um, a printed version that we included in our chamber online newsletter. It's available on our website if you want to uh, link to it to kind of get an idea of, of how the chamber wrapped up the year, the 2023. Our chamber bucks, uh, we had, we issued or gave out, to, not gave out, we don't <laughs> give them out, um, $212,883 wow. in chamber wow. bucks. Those are dollars that are that are spent at our local businesses and kept in the community and they turn over time and time again. So yeah, we were really excited about that. We, we had some all-time highs in 2020 and and then again in 2021 of over 200,000. And 
uh, we didn't know if we'd get there again because yeah. those, you know, um, COVID, different circumstances. Yeah. But man, um, we have so many businesses that step up and organizations that understand the importance of it. And they make such great employee recognition and Christmas gifts, et cetera. So, yeah, uh, yeah, and- pretty exciting. We have some other numbers, but I know we're probably running. Uh, are, you can give me just time? a few. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you for probably another minute, minute and a half. How about oh, that? Okay. Fire so our, our resource-centered website, we had 167,000 website visits. And the top two um, areas of our website that we saw engagement was with our job postings. So if you're a chamber member, you can post your jobs. And we've had a, we've met, oh, helped make fantastic. a lot of connections there. And then also the online member directory. So uh, being a a member of the Chamber of Commerce increases your um, SEO, your search engine optimization. Um, It moves you up when people are doing searches. And it can also identify you and give you a presence if you don't already have your own website. Because we have several businesses that don't have websites uh, these days. Um, We had 3,000 people attend some of our connection building events. Our lunch programs, business after and business before hours last year. So that's a lot of connections being made. We ended the year with um, 800, a a record number. Where's our membership? 809 members. And that's in large part to just a fantastic community, um, a great board of directors, a wonderful team. And um, hopefully, you know, it really does speak to uh, the value that we provide as a a chamber of commerce in our community and for our community. So that was really exciting to see. And then our retention rate for our membership was not over 91%. And that's a really great um, uh, data point to make sure that we're paying attention to as well. Again, indicates value. Um, we we continue to work really hard on developing those programs, connecting people, advocating, you know, and educating to to make sure that we're providing that value. And we're seeing that with that those numbers of, ga- of engagement, the membership numbers, the retention rate. So we really do appreciate um, everybody in the community for supporting us this last year. And one more thing before I let you go, we've okay. got a save the date folks, because another great community event ignite conference it's coming up. Dixie, what should we look forward to? Oh, wow. We're, we're getting in some wonderful proposals. I haven't seen them, but we did go out with a, a request for proposals for our, our ignite conference, which will be held on May 21st. So that save the date is for May 21st, full date conference. We'll be holding that out at uh, Sheridan College again. If you haven't had a chance or sent some of your team members to it, make sure you get that on the calendar. It's wonderful, chock full of great education and training um, for our community, from our community. Dixie, it is always a pleasure having you on. It's good to see you, my friend. Thank you. You too. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Tongue River Reservoir Rosebud Battle State Parks. That's a mouthful. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share. yourself for some unbelievable financing news from Waring Sheridan Chevrolet. 
2.9% financing for up to 72 months on new 2023 and 24 Chevy half-ton Silverados with approved credit from GM Financial. From LTs to Trail Boss up to High Country, Waring's has 16 Silverados on the lot that qualify now. Don't miss that on your chance to experience the Waring way of buying a vehicle. WaringSheridan.com. A great meal that benefits a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. this Friday, February 16th at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $15 a person or $60 for a family of five or more. Kids five and under are free. Dine in or take out. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner this Friday at Ronalini Hall where the Knights of Columbus meet. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with Rapp Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Rapp Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Rapp Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. Day will soon be here. What a great time to shop Montana Silversmiths for your sweetheart. Your largest and most complete selection is found at Shipton's Big R. Jewelry, buckles, gifts, plus a lot more. Celebrate treasured moments with Montana Silversmiths and tie them to life events, personal milestones, and of course, love stories. For him, for her, earrings, necklaces, bracelets, jewelry sets, money clips, and more. Our entire Montana Silversmith selection is now on sale. 15% off. Rooted in the West with handcrafted detail. Montana Silversmiths for Valentine's Day. It's now on sale at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. Your family friendly company, branded with quality. Shipton's Big R. Come see what's new during the Buterest President's Day sale at Carol's Furniture. We offer 22 different models to give you the best choice of comfort, quality, and value. And for a limited time, you can save up to $800 on any complete Buterest luxury set and up to $1,100 off on complete Buterest black sets. Whether you need the continuous support of our Harmony collection or desire the ultimate luxury of Buterest black, you'll find it at Carol's Furniture. Online at carolsfurniture.com, on social media, and visit us at 340 North Main Street. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of the show this morning, I am joined by Tongue Tongue River Reservoir and Rosebud Battlefield State Park Specialist and Ranger, Spencer Morris. Good morning, Spencer, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Thank you very much. It's great to be here today. Yeah, boy, that's that's tough to get out. Tongue River Reservoir and Rosebud Battlefield. Battlefield. See, I keep stumbling <laughs> over it, partner. How long you been up there? So I start. I can. I was just talking to Bob about this. I started April first of two thousand six. So I've oh, wow. been there eight. This is my eighteenth year, but entering my nineteenth summer out there. Now, we've had a lot of folks move into the area, so they might not know the location of the Tongue River Reservoir and the Rosebud Battlefield. Where are they located? So 
Uh, Tongue River Reservoir is located about 30 miles north of Sheridan. So if you go out the Decker Highway, um, you'll blink and you'll miss the little town of Decker. Um, population two people, I think. Um, <laughs> we have a post office and you'll go about eight miles north of that and there'll be Tongue River Road. You can't miss the reservoir. It's it's on the right-hand side of the highway. And then another 12 miles north of Tongue River State Park is Rosebud Battlefield State Park. And there are, on the same highway, there's signage. We're, we're gracious. We give you a quarter mile to prepare to stop. <laughs> but um, it is pretty well signed. Um, we're off the beaten path, which it makes it nice. Um, with both state parks, Tongue River is our busiest one um, that we manage. It's 642 acres, but on that 642 acres, we have 162 campsites. Oh, wow. With 81 um, have an electrical hookup, and another 81 are uh, non-electric, first-come, first-serve campsites. So if you show up, it's there, ready to go. Um, The electrical sites out there are all uh, reservable. And we'll touch on that in a little bit. And then Rosebud Battlefield is a lot quieter. It's 3,052 acres. We see roughly maybe on a good year, 8,000 visitors. Um, but it's it's a pristine area. Um, when we talk about the battlefield, the way we see it today is basically how General Crook, his soldiers, and the Native American warriors saw the battlefield so it's a cool tie yeah that's fascinating you know going out there and being able to stand I, I was telling you before i got that opportunity with 94 troop command many years ago being able to stand where everything took place is is much more meaningful than i think a, a lot of people realize being able to stand there with the history in your hand and kind of read down just exactly what happened and, and looking at the, the terrain and how the troops moved or how the attacks came and went, it's, there's just something about it. You know, it's almost, it's almost spiritual, you know, the ghostly feeling of the past right there. Uh, saying that, it's, it's interesting. A lot of our, you know, 18 years there, I've seen seasonal staff come and go, and I can't, I used to be able to name them all, but not so much now, but every every seasonal staff member we've had is they like the reservoir but everyone seems to get a spiritual connection to the battlefield yeah i don't know if it's because of the the hecticness of the reservoir or and then you get to the battlefield and it's just peaceful calm and relaxed um today the battlefield gets used by Fort Leavenworth Staff College comes out every year and does a staff ride. Um, Montana Department of Natural Resource and Conservation does a staff ride out there. And they all take the idea of the battle tactics of what the Native American warriors did and what the uh, U.S. soldiers, their, their plans throughout the battle, and then they apply it to how... How do we think about fighting fire? What what mistakes do we what mistakes were made here that we can apply? What successes happen that we can apply? It's it's kind of interesting how um, people will tie that battle into um, jobs that aren't 
really related to yeah. history, like firefighters talking about a, a battlefield. So it is fascinating the way that you can do that, and I, I completely agree because my colonel was standing right there doing the exact same thing. Where was the mistake made? Why do you feel that was a mistake? Where was the success made? Why do you feel that? I mean, we can learn a lot from these things. Uh, now, you said that, let's let's touch on that overnight camping. How many campsites up Tongue River Reservoir? So, grand total, we have 162. Um, Are those things booked? Uh, I mean, it's by the end of June? Well, so we, well, we've changed the game on everyone this year, so... Um, our elect uh, the reservable sites that have the electricity, um, they're located on Campers Point North and South and Pee Wee Point South are those eighty one campsites that are reservable with the electrical hookups. Those are booked every weekend um, in our peak season. Our peak season runs from the third Friday in May to the third Sunday. In September. So if anyone's scrambling on a cal- uh, calendar right now, this year it is May 17th to September 22nd. And with that, um, we used to have a six month reservation window that you could start booking your reservation six months in advance of your arrival day. So let's make it easy math. If you wanted to go uh, from June 1st to June 5th, Fifth, you started booking it right around New Year's Day. Wow. Um, this year, because of the popularity of the reservoir and state parks in general, it's a we blame a lot of things on COVID still. It started a movement, didn't <laughs> yeah. it, Spencer? It really so, did. People uh, want to get out. Oh, yeah. Well, RV sales and rentals were up 600% at the start of COVID. So everyone bought an RV, and now they're paying on them and want to use them, and I was one of those people. And I, I like using mine <laughs> You're part too. Of the crowd, yeah. <laughs> but um, because of the popularity, we we try to make it as fair as possible. In our post stay surveys that we send out, we got a um, majority of folks asking to shorten the reservation window up, seeing that that might be a possibility to make it more fair for everybody. Um, so we shortened it to a three month reservation window. So in exactly five days, you can start booking for May 17th. Um, and then you can still book a, a day in advance of your arrival. So there's, it makes it a little hard for if you want an electrical site to do a spur of the moment yeah. trip. But on the other, the non-reservable campsites um, in Rattlesnake Point, which I've never seen a rattlesnake there, um, Sandpoint and below the dam, there are still an abundance of campsites that are available. They hardly ever fill up. We did last year put one campground onto the reservation system. Uh, people were saving campsites and we thought, well, if you want to do it, the reserve a campsite the illegal way, we'll just give you the opportunity to do it the legal way yeah. and put it on the reservation system. And that campsite non-electrical it's peewee point north there's 14 sites in there and that thing that campground hardly saw use before the reservation before we put it on reservations but now it it's almost full every weekend as well wow people like that guarantee whether they're coming from sheridan and 
half of our usage is shared in Gillette area. Um, even, you know, it's a quick half hour drive to the reservoir, but for for Sheridan folks, but like the Gillette folks, the Sundance folks, they Even like a little bit of a guarantee. Casper, yeah, especially as I I kind of attribute that too to rising fuel prices. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm going to spend that money on fuel, I I want to guarantee I'm going to have a site, not just oh well, the reservoir's full. I guess we can't go. Um, I haven't seen a 100% occupied campground since. Probably 2011. So, yeah. Um, we. There's always some place. Usually yeah. always some place to go up yeah, there. Yeah. I would, I would say it with 98% certainty that you will always have a, uh, a campsite for someone. Whether it's the site they really want, eh, maybe not, but we'll have a space for them. And there are tent, like these are tent locations as well. So we don't. We don't discriminate between RVers and tenters. We charge the same fee. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so if you like, if you're a tent camper, you can go. You can rent a uh, campsite that has an electrical hookup, and you pay the same fee whether you use the electricity or not. That's how we justify it by not saying RV only or tent only. Mm. Um, it's kind of odd that. You mentioned that I've seen several tenters throughout the years pull out a uh, portable generator, and some of the some of the tents now have like little dog doors yep. on them, and they take their air conditioner and put it up on a little block and put it in the dog door, so they are their tent is AC too. That's, <laughs> That's living in, ingenuity. <laughs> now, when it comes to the reservoir for. Those individuals who love throwing lines in the water, what kind of fish have, have, have been people been pulling out of there over the years? So we are a warm water fishery. So bass, we have large and smallmouth bass. There's northern pike. There's white and black crappie. We have catfish, rock bass, uh, walleye, and the occasional sauger. And we've um, through flooding we have had the occasional, it's pretty rare now, uh, we've picked up a couple tiger muskie throughout oh, the wow. year. They've gotten in there somehow, huh? We, um, Yeah, we, uh, with flooding in some ponds uh, between here and the reservoir, they've kind of washed in. Yeah. Um, but it's, they're pretty rare now. Uh, I haven't heard, we haven't had one reported getting caught for probably five years now. And because tiger muskie are a hybrid, they don't reproduce, so once they, once they're gone, they're gone. Um, we did see a uh, lower populations of white crappie. Our fisheries biologists and our or fish wildlife and parks have uh, attributed that to low recruitment or spawning numbers. Um, mm-hmm. They, with we've been down visiting with walleyes, northern walleyes unlimited a couple times having public meetings with those gentlemen to give give an update on what's going on. This uh, fall, our fisheries division did stock uh, crappie to help boost the population. Um, for a long time, Tongue River was known as the crappie fishing capital of Montana. Um, but the last couple of years, it's really been, it's, it's been slow. Off. It's wow. fallen off. Um, and it's, some of it's attributed to, you know, 
catch rate success is. Um, you know, when you're seeing half a million people in a summer and most of those folks are out there fishing, yeah. you're gonna there's gonna be some fish pulled out. Um you're also with the way the water levels are managed at the reservoir, you're going to, um, in what the spawning uh, requirements are for certain fish, um, if you don't meet those, yeah, you'll get some spawning, but not what you were originally seen in previous years. So we're just, it's a cycle yeah. we're going through. Um, you know, right now, this last summer, uh, the walleye fishermen were really happy. Um, a lot of good walleye success rate um, this past summer. Um, so good, even I finally caught walleye. So <laughs> <laughs> um, now over the winter, um, ice fishing season, we surprisingly with all the warm weather we have uh, have been having, we still have fairly good good ice. Uh, we're getting reports. Really? From, oh yeah, it's kind of interesting. We're getting reports from fishermen. From anywhere from nine inches to eighteen inches. Um, of course, this is my typical safety moment. You know, yes, be aware of where you're going and um, probably avoid the pressure ridges. Um, talking to our game warden, he mentioned the other day that he'd talked to some folks that have taken their ATVs and maybe have sunk in the back tires going through over some pressure ridges. Maybe not the best thing to do, but there we are. Um, there's no lifeguard on duty. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, you're, you got to be careful when you're yeah. out there. Um, but people are still going out on their side-by-sides. Fishing's been a little slower uh, recently. Um, early in the season, again, a lot of good uh, walleye numbers. It seems like good uh, pike numbers through spearing efforts for those uh, spear anglers. But yeah, it's... It's been keeping going. Uh, luckily, it's been freezing at night. <laughs> yeah. Now, when it comes to summer opportunities recreationally, uh, what are the requirements? I only got maybe a minute, minute and a half with you left. But uh, we have uh, ports. I can. What's the biggest boat I can get in there? Um, oh, gosh. We've had guys bring in. We had. He doesn't come out anymore. We had a guy that would come out. He had a big 28-foot a twin propped boat wow. would come out and he rented a from the marina he rented a slip dock so he parked it out there all all summer and went back and forth so, so anyone with a good fishing boat or even a good size recreational boat oh, yeah. can take advantage of tongue Res- oh, yeah. river reservoir oh yeah it's it's multi use fishing water water skiing wakeboarding um, multi use area that we we're always glad to see you come. So, Well, that's fantastic. Spencer, I want to thank you so much for coming in this morning, brother. It's great yeah. to see you again. Always a pleasure. Uh, I'd, I'd love to have you back because uh, I want to touch on uh, the Battle of the Rosebud uh, the next time you come in because we didn't get an opportunity to talk about that. But, Sounds good. We'll plan uh, for an hour for that one. Right? Yeah, we really <laughs> should. All right. Spencer, thank you so much, thank my you. friend. It's good to see you. All right, folks, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE. At 103.9 FM. Shared. Brace yourself for some unbelievable financing news from Waring, Sheridan, Chevrolet. 
2.9% financing for up to 72 months on new 2023 and 24 Chevy half-ton Silverados with approved credit from GM Financial. From LTs to Trail Boss up to High Country, Waring's has 16 Silverados on the lot that qualify now. Don't miss out on your chance to experience the Waring way of buying a vehicle. WaringSheridan.com. They're fish under that ice, and they can be worth cash. Get your rod ready for the 4th Annual Rotary Club Ice Fishing Derby at Lake DeSmith, Saturday, February 24th. You'll have a chance to win the $25,000 grand prize and prizes in four categories. $1,000 for largest fish, $300 second place, $200 third, and tag fish worth $250. Tickets are available Derby Day at the lake at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports in Sheridan or online at SheridanRotary.org. Sheridan Rotary's Ice Fishing Derby at Lake DeSmith, Saturday, February 24th, being brought to you in part by these great sponsors, Tegler & Associates, Sheridan Media, Interior Images, Century 21 BHJ Realty, Elevate Financial, Aaron Waddell, DYT Creative Marketing Solutions, Dawson & Megan Power Sales, Associates of Century 21 BHJ Realty, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, Stiefel, and Odell Construction. It's time for the annual Albert J. Goldwater FFA alumni rolling into the Barn Bash fundraiser. Saturday, February 24th at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. The night includes dinner, online auction, live auction, and music by Exit 53 of Hardin, Montana. Proceeds fund local FFA scholarships and travel expenses. Sponsored by Heartland Kubota, First Federal Bank and Trust, True Built Builders, Waring Chevrolet, ERA Carroll Realty, Handos, and C&B Operations and Range. Great news. The oil change special at Midas has gone over so well, it's been extended through the end of February. Buy one oil change, get a second one free to use by March. A perfect deal to share with a family member. With the oil change, Midas gives your car a thorough inspection to identify any problems. If you need further repairs, you can save 50 bucks off a purchase of 400 or more with a new Midas credit card application, plus six months, 0% interest. Keeping you safely on the road while saving you money. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Sheridan Funeral Home and Cremations, a compassionate professional service for the Sheridan community. At Sheridan Funeral Home, we respect all faiths, creeds, and customs. We take great pride in our compassionate professional service. We promise to take care of you and your loved ones with respect and dignity, just as if we were taking care of our own. It is a privilege to be able to serve you when you need us. Visit SheridanFuneral.com. Sheridan Funeral Home and Cremations, compassionate service for the Sheridan community. Broadcasting from the Sheridan Community Federal Credit Union Studio, Newstalk 930, KROE Sheridan. Now on 103.9 FM, 